welcome to the Higher Ed Briefing, your dive into the world of education. Every Monday, Wednesday and Friday, we'll bring you curated stories from education in the UK and around the globe. Join me, Lewis McKinnon, as we explore the latest trends, insights and inspiring tales in the field of learning. With all that being said, let's move on to our first story. Our first story for today is brought to us by Advance HE and features one of my good friends' institutions over in Denmark, Copenhagen Business School. Copenhagen Business School has achieved a significant milestone by becoming the first accredited higher education institution to transition its fellowship provision from the 2011 version to the updated 2023 Professional Standards Framework, PSF. This transition signifies a vital step in adapting to the evolving landscape of higher education and ensuring that fellowship applications align with current standards. Globally, a total of 178 institutions have received accreditation from Advance HE to confer fellowships via their own internal programmes and schemes, with 34 of them situated outside of the United Kingdom. CBS's Higher Education Teaching Excellence programme HETEP is one such accredited programme that focuses on facilitating fellowship attainment among junior faculty members. The PSF, a globally recognised framework, forms the foundation of the fellowship accreditation and has recently undergone revisions in 2023 to broaden its accessibility with diverse cultural contexts. More than 174,000 individuals worldwide now hold the status of fellows with 16,000 of them located beyond the UK. These fellows demonstrate their unwavering commitment to enhancing the quality of teaching and learning support in higher education. Reverend Professor Will Foster, Assistant Director of Professional Recognition at Advance HE, praised the feedback received regarding the PSF 2023 and its global inclusivity, saying, It is fantastic to see that our very first institution to successfully transition is one with such a prestigious international reputation as Copenhagen Business School. Well done to the team and all who have been involved in the process. CBS, established in 1917, is one of Europe's largest business schools, boasting over 20,000 students and a renowned international reputation. With 21 recognised fellows, including 14 senior fellows, The institution is dedicated to advancing faculty development in alignment with the professional standards framework to improve student learning. Professor Thyra Uth Thompson, Senior Fellow and Academic Director of HETEP, says we are delighted to be the first accredited institution to successfully transition to the revised PSF 2023. We very much look forward to continuing our work with supporting faculty to develop their practice in relation to the professional standards framework and thereby enhance student learning at Copenhagen Business School. All institutions with accredited provision are mandated to adopt the PSF 2023 by January 31st, 2025, either naturally during their re-accreditation cycle or by submitting a transition request before the re-accreditation deadline. This transition aims to ensure that fellowship programmes remain up to date and compliant with the latest standards in higher education. For our second story, 
We're going to take a look at a rather innovative Thai Japanese school based in southern Thailand, which is set to provide a great alternative to rote and reiterate learning. Yanagawa Junior High School Thailand, a pioneering Japanese private junior high school established in southern Thailand in 2016, is gaining recognition for its distinctive educational approach. The school has set out to create a unique blend of Japanese-style teaching with local Thai curriculum, aiming to nurture globally-minded individuals capable of contributing to both Japan and Thailand. Situated in the Nakhon Si Tamarat province, Yanagawa Junior High School Thailand is a Thai Ministry of Education accredited private school and is affiliated with Yanagawa High School in Fukuoka Prefecture, Japan. What sets it apart is the fact that it is the first Japanese school overseas with a linked high school in Japan. One remarkable feature of this educational initiative is the cross-cultural exchange it fosters. During the summer, a group of students from Yanagawa High School visited the junior high school to deepen cultural exchanges and promote the high school as a study abroad destination for Thai school graduates. The students at Yanagawa Junior High School come from a diverse region of Thailand, with around 70% of them residing in a nearby dormitory. The school is operated by a Japanese entity, but it does not merely import the Japanese educational curriculum. Instead, it supplements the Thai curriculum with Japanese language education and additional subjects. The school's approach to teaching departs from traditional rote memorization, instead emphasizing thinking-based education, encouraging students to think independently and develop problem-solving skills. At the end of each class, students are required to give presentations on what they've learned. They also benefit from classes on computers and video production. All students study Japanese language, and third-year students have the option to choose between classes preparing them for further studies in Japan or higher education within Thailand. This Japanese-style education not only prioritizes academic learning, but also instills values such as cleanliness, punctuality and adherence to rules, mirroring traditional Japanese cultural norms. The school aims to equip students with these essential life skills to prepare them for successful futures in Japan or beyond. Despite its unique approach, Yanagawa Junior High School Thailand faces the challenge of attracting a consistent number of students. The annual tuition fees, excluding dormitory costs, are around 58,000 baht, which is approximately 246,000 yen, or 1,328 pounds sterling similar to other private schools in Thailand. However, due to the limited number of students who live nearby and can commute to the school, the school operates with a lower student population than ideal for long-term sustainability. The school's mission extends beyond its classrooms. It is part of the Yanagawa Global Academy initiative, aiming to increase the number of international students, including those from Thailand, at Yanagawa High School in response to a decreasing population of school-aged children in, in Japan. This initiative is supported by Chao Temrak, chairman of the Human Resource Development Association, Thailand Japan, who studied in Japan and later returned to Thailand. Temrak has been instrumental in assisting around 300 students in his hometown of Nakhon Si Tamarat to study in Japan, facilitating cross-cultural exchanges. 
In the face of these challenges, the school remains dedicated to nurturing students who can embrace diversity and contribute to society across national, cultural and linguistic borders. It envisions its graduates as future bridges between countries, fostering mutual understanding and cooperation between nations. The impact of this initiative extends beyond individual success stories, as graduates who remain in Thailand can find employment opportunities with Japanese companies operating in the country, where there is a growing demand for individuals who can speak Japanese. The school's vision includes producing future leaders, possibly even politicians, who will champion tidy and orderly principles to enhance their communities and countries. Now, I know that I highlighted a story in the last episode about an AR-VR partnership in the UK, so forgive me for including another one in this episode. This time around, it's from the US and includes Snap, better known to us as Snapchat. In a story brought to us by TechCrunch, Snap is partnering with EdTech company Inspirit to bring augmented reality into classrooms to help students better understand STEM lessons, the company announced on Wednesday. The two companies are working together to create 25 AR lenses and STEM curriculums that will be used by at least 50 across the United States next year. One of the AR lenses is designed to help students find the volume of a cylinder, while another gets users to tap on bubbles and choose the correct volume to pop them. Snap says that since launching its pilot program, it found that 85% of students said AR helped with memory and retention. The company says it also found that AR lessons increased engagement by nearly 50%, and that 92% of students found AR content easy to understand. With custom-built lenses brought into an easy-to-use mobile application with Camera Kit, Inspirit designed a transformative curriculum that pairs Snap's AR technology with a comprehensive learning guide, empowering teachers to facilitate dynamic learning and students to achieve their best, whether they're learning from the classroom or at home. The company wrote in a blog post, the company went on to say, the curriculum is designed to stimulate classroom engagement, boost confidence levels, and improve students' self-efficacy. Snap's venture into AR for Education comes a month after the company shut down its AR Enterprise Services division, less than a year after its launch. The initiative, which was announced in March, gave brands access to tools that allowed them to do things like access AR try-on features a 3D viewer for looking at a product from multiple angles, fit and sizing recommendation technology, and an enterprise manager for their digital assets. The company said that building up the initiative would take significant investment and that it wouldn't continue to fund those efforts. Although Snap has seen declining revenue, the company shares rose nearly 12% yesterday after reports revealed that an internal memo said Snap could post better than expected results for next year. The memo revealed that Snap could reach more than 475 million daily active users in 2024, beating analyst predictions of 448 million, according to a report from The Verge. That's all from me today. 
Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe to The Higher Ed Briefing wherever you get your podcast fix to receive a new set of stories every Monday, Wednesday and Friday from the world of education. Links to all stories covered in today's briefing can be found in the episode description along with acknowledgements for the original authors and sources. Higher Ed Briefing is a Higher Ed Media production.